2: Congress. I'm Ryan Morrison, and I'm Austin Hoffman, and I'm Ryan O'Connor. Yeah. And this week we are here to give our wrap up of PAX Unplugged, talk about Thanksgiving, and that's it.
1: We're going to talk about Uh, PAX Unplugged because that thing was it was such an awesome convention, and it was in Philadelphia, and it was the first ever
2: PAX Unplugged. I've never been to a PAX before. First, first off, a couple things. One, it is not really. A PAX in the sense that PAX is basically a Comic-Con for video games. It's a huge theatrical event. There's giant booths set up. There's an endless array of things to do and see and panels. This wasn't that. This was a lot of, it was unplugged. So it's for board games and it's for card games. And it, it was really cool. It was way better than I was anticipating. And I had a great time. But before we get into that, I have something much more important to discuss. And
1: it was as uh, better as I was anticipating.
2: no. Much, much more important. And first and foremost, I apologize. I am on the road again. My yeti is not with me, so this I'm is the current again, microphone. They're, they're called sesquatches. With... No, the microphone. Shut up. So today, I did something I've not done in, in, ever before. I, as you know, I grew up an impoverished youth, and I went to supercuts my entire life. Like nine dollars, you get a haircut. You're in and out in fifteen minutes. You tip them five bucks. Everybody's happy. That's the day. But today, as we're recording this, it is Sunday and i was super pressed for time i had to get to an event that night and most barbershops are not open sunday i found one place that was open till 6 it was 5:30 i raced over there i was that asshole that came in late but it was one of those like 80 dollar haircut places oh i and got
1: an 80 dollar haircut once
2: i've never done it before it changed my life it's i'm never going back it's my new luxury first off i was super uncomfortable when i walked in they were like here's a robe would you like to take off your button down and put this on and blah, blah. And it was already just too much. And Supercuts, you sit down and they throw a cloak over you and they <laughs> kind of stab at you with scissors for 10 minutes and that's it. Yeah. But here they, they sat me down with this luxurious robe. It was the most comfortable I've ever been. They went up and then all of a sudden she started massaging my shoulders and neck for like 15 minutes. And I was in a hurry, but couldn't stop it. It was incredible. So now I'm relaxed in a really comfortable robe sitting in a chair and <laughs> she starts cutting my hair and i say how i normally cut and she's like no 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 not today and she starts cutting her own way and it looks way better it's just the best it's ever looked and i'm never going back it, it was the most luxurious experience of my life
1: have you ever gone to a, a nail salon have you have you had like a manicure or anything like that oh, they massage oh, your shoulders there too uh, i was waiting for a game store to open one time and there was a nail salon right next to it and it said seven dollars manicure i never had a manicure before i'm like you hey know what? seven
2: dollars that's my uh yeah battle
1: net. ah there you go Uh, Yeah, so I'm like, oh, you know, screw it, I'll do it. And it was really nice, and they massage your shoulders, and I get the occasional manicure and pedicure with Cynthia, very, very, very occasional.
2: I bite my nails, so I'm not allowed in those places. For an hour and a half long. But then, when the haircut was over, she goes into the drawer, and she, she, like, I'm laying, I have my head back, because she's, like, rinsing off the the hair, because every other place I've ever been, you get a haircut, it's in your t-shirt all day. Here, she, like, rinsed off my head, so it was all gone. But as I'm laying there, she takes this towel out and she starts like waving it around. And then she just says, oh, that one wasn't powerful enough. And she puts it back and starts doing it with another towel. And I was really because of the kind of relationships I've had in the past and the kind of idiots I talked to. I really thought she was like doing something spiritual with a towel. And she's like, this isn't powerful enough. But no, she put it on my face and it was like six million degrees. It was just a hot towel to, to literally lay it over my entire face in the most uncomfortable 30 seconds of my life as I didn't know what I was supposed to do. Do I take it off myself? Do I sit up?
0: I hated it. You just let them but, do whatever. Well, the yeah. hot towel is usually supposed to be so you can get a shave right after, too. But you keep yours at, like, pre-stubble.
2: Yeah, pre-stubble is the way to go. It's the best setting in every MMO. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> You look seasoned and rough and ready for exactly. adventure.
0: Exactly. So, PAX Unplugged, let's get into it. So I was excited to go to PAX myself because all I wanted to do was play Starfinder, which is the the new role-playing game by Paizo. The people who make Pathfinder have now set one in the future called Starfinder. I wanted to try it out. I mean, two buddies went there and we got online and they're like, okay, we're going to be ready in like 20 minutes. And then someone decided to join in on the fun with us.
2: No, that's not at all what happened. What happened was Austin and myself Came in a little late because we were uh, we had to drop off one of our buddies' bags at will call or something. But we were two minutes behind you. I mean, we walked right up to you, and there happened to be two guys behind you in line who had already given their names and were waiting. And I understand that at a convention it sucks to wait in line. You want to be next on the table, but this was Friday. It was
0: dead. There was no one there. The there weirdest was- part is we didn't even give our names. Like we, we, they were just like, "Oh, you got three guys. All right, just wait
2: here." Yeah, and they would have absolutely. Had room, but these two gentlemen ahead of me basically said, "No, no, whoa, whoa, we were first. We're gonna play with your friends." So Austin and I were <laughs> like, "What?" And they basically, I, to be perfectly honest, I kind of got pissy and threw a fit. I was like, "No, fuck you, fine, enjoy it, have have fun with the game."
0: You, was it kinda, or was it exactly what it, it was, was?
2: Exactly like that. And then he, and then he, I remember he started saying, "No, your friends are gonna be mad." And I was like, "No, please, it's your special picnic." Happy day, go enjoy it and I'm play. sure you'll and have
1: I... more fun with my friends than I will. <laughs> yeah,
2: and I just kind of stormed off to be honest. But uh hey, if you guys are listening,
0: go to hell. <laughs> yeah, you random dudes. But how was the actual game once you started playing? I played an android, which in the future there are robots and they're allowed to live their own lives, and he was an operative, which was kind of like a like a thiefy thiefy type dude.
1: Okay. The races right. are cool.
0: Yes, and then I, uh, so they
1: have uh, Android and Ratman. Those are the two yeah, classes,
0: right? The, I don't know how to say it. I think it's called the Yasoki. I believe, yeah. But they're like pretty much like Rocket Raccoon, but rat people. We were supposed to be members of the Starfinder Society, which are supposed to be oh explorers. <laughs> but for some reason, I took it as that I was an operative of the Starfinders. So I just played a cop, and the guy kept t- like the the guy who was running was like, "You're you're not a police officer." I'm like, "Uh huh." Noted. But every time, anytime there's a bad guy, I was like, Starfinder, Deciding freeze. <laughs> and, and then eventually he started role-playing the bag. I like, We're, we're not going to freeze. Like, you're not a police officer. There's act- there's actual police on the space station, and you're not one
2: of them. I'm like, whatever. I get results. I played with you guys on Sunday, and uh, we did space combat, and it was pretty cool. And uh, I, if you haven't played tabletop games, this is all boring and terrible. But you know, deal with it. It's a nerd show. We did the space combat, which is normally not great in those kind of role-playing games, but they kind of figured it out here the one problem was i got given the science officer which was basically just roll to buff other people every turn and it was super boring uh, apparently that gets a lot more fun later in the game
0: but but okay. the problem with Morsens was is they because they give you the pre-generated characters his character had a good uh, uh, had a good wisdom score and not a good intelligence score uh, and to be a science officer you have to be good with intelligence of course. so like they gave him a suboptimal character it's like if you were like, I'm going to play Tracer in Overwatch, but I'm going to try to tank for you guys. It's like, you just can't do that. <laughs> like, that's that's not going to happen. So he he, wa- he was not given a character that was good at buffing. So not only was the buffing not that great to start, he also got a character that was kind of shitty at it. You tell me a story, Austin. Tell me stories. What would you
1: do? Oh, man. Okay, so the problem was I've... I've... The last time I was at a convention was Icon, and that was, like, the only other convention I've ever really been to, and that was, like, 15... God, 15 years ago? Maybe something like, something crazy like around that. Around that time, yeah. Uh, and this was a real, like, serious convention, PAX. But this was super-duper cool, because I was so excited about all, like, the, the RPGs, and the and not so much the board games, but what I ended up doing was walking around in, in, in a daze. That's basically what I did Friday. Uh, however, Friday... We did sit down. there there is this whole alley of like demo games of like developers that are that are demoing their game, and you play it, and if you like it, hey, you can buy it. Uh, we sat down and we played a game uh, a card game called Dwarves. And uh, the reason that it caught my eye was because the the art was really um stark and simple. It's just like silhouettes of dwarves like being caved in on, and it kind of reminded me of Dwarf Fortress. And it's called Dwarves Dig Delve Die or something like that, uh, <laughs> and it's like, oh wow, that looks really cool. So, uh, so, so myself and a couple friends, we we went and sat down, and we played the game, and so is it like a is it a deck builder? Is it a worker placement? It's not a deck builder because you're just pulling cards out of the deck, and like that's digging deeper into the mine. Like you can get like the Balrog, and that screws everybody. And it's, it's it it was a super fun game, and two of us bought it, and I haggled with the guy. So I I, I had I had you a bunch
0: haggled. Yes,
1: I haggled, because two of us were buying it, so it was going to be flip it. These are
2: like, poor, independent developers of a game, and you're you're stealing money out of their kids' mouths. I
1: I had a great time playing that game, and I also had a good time haggling So you haggling should pay it. full price and support him. I did Austin. support him by buying his game. Awesome, you're from, a monster. Like, Two of us were
2: buying it, and it was going to be... I'm, I'm making a, a promise on Robot Congress right now. I'm going to look up the creator of that... That board game and send him the money that you stole from them.
1: Okay, so I stole from him ten dollars then because they were twenty five dollars each company. and two I'm of us were buying them and I am like, hey, which
0: we'll do forty for the two of them? And he's like, you know what? I like you guys. Yeah, I am like,
1: yeah. Well, That's hold on.
0: I, I do. I in in the history of life, I think I've done this maybe once or twice, but I might have to defend Austin only because I have to call out my own bullshit. Because I bought an expansion to a game and I asked the guy how much it was. He went, oh, it's ten bucks. And I went, OK, cool. So I take it off the shelf. I come over and he brings it up and he goes, oh, it's 12. And I went, oh. And we both kind of had that look for a second. <laughs> he just goes, eh, I said, 10 D. I'm like, thank you very much, sir. So in that circumstance, did I haggle with him or was it just a, a nice set of circumstances for me? Because that also happened both. at the same time. This More happened so
1: Oscar. the nice set of circumstances. Yeah. Uh, I- because I I legit haggled with a guy. Because uh, by the way, so so you can send uh you can send the ten dollars to uh it's it's imbalanced games.
2: Well, I played the greatest game ever created, and <laughs> not with you three. But for honestly, it's this is it's gonna break my heart how few people listening to this even know this movie because I know we have a younger audience. But Big Trouble in Little China is one of the greatest movies ever made. It is very good. We saw the the board game there, and I said. Well, there's no way that's good <laughs> because <laughs> I assumed, you know, you you these any game that has an IP from a movie, video game wise at least, is usually awful. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's your
1: mistake. Right.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's been a couple good ones, and in fact, the best one ever. Do you know what it is? Ghostbusters. Oh, Oka- Oka- no. Well, that actually was a great game, but but so video fine game? too. I'll give you Ghostbusters. Video game? Yeah, best video game made
0: from a movie. Alien Three for Sega Genesis. That game was the shit.
2: No, stupid answer. <laughs> it was Chronicles of Riddick, greatest game ever made.
0: Oh, the police, uh, Bay Vin Diesel Butcher voice! Butcher Bay was
2: so good. Get, if you get Chronicles of Riddick: Escape from Butcher Bay, you will be a happy boy. Uh, just go do that. So we sit down, and I'm blown away immediately by the insane detail on these figures. Uh, the 3 printed figurines are incredible. Then we start actually playing, and the mechanics are fun. The everything you do has flavor text that the person to your left has to read, and it's funny. It, it really captured the essence of the movie and it was so well made. Kudos to those guys. Big Trouble in Little China Game.com, I think. I don't know. Google and it. And
1: as I recall, you like pre ordered the game right then and there.
2: I, I pre ordered it like, yeah, a, a turn in. It, I could just tell it was going to be a fun and awesome game and I, we wouldn't get to try it all. And I. I would have bought it just for the book. It was way more expensive than I anticipated. It was $100. No. Uh, well, so
0: welcome the way welcome the, to premium board the way games. The, yeah, it's called premium or, or known as parlor games. It, I mean, you're going to just say, like, okay, so that's just a load of bullshit. But that's, like, the new wave. Is The custom miniatures is what brings that price up. I, to I mean, listen,
2: I'll be honest. It's a six-player game with a ton of mechanics and a ton of different ways to play it out. I, I, we're going to get a lot of use out of it, so I was happy to get it. And the best part I forgot to say about the, the, the game was when my character... I, I don't even remember exactly what happened, but I went into
0: O'Connor where, where it was a bank, right? Well, I, if you want my perspective on it, so I had to run away for a quick second nature called and I run back and I see Morrison with his head in his hands <laughs> with, with his character, Eddie in the bank. And there's three giant miniatures surrounding his character. So there's like, There's demons
2: and everything all around this map. You're literally fighting a giant, a God and, and you're, you're going against all these just crazy beasts. And my character, on the other hand, was asked to leave the bank because they were closing by a security guard. <laughs> and I took a lot of offense to that. And and it's, this is not me role playing. This is literally what happened <laughs> with my character. He, I, got, I got very offended by the way the security guard asked me to leave. So I <laughs> pushed him. And then he called two other security guards. And they drew machine guns and started shooting at me. So... <laughs> All of a Wait, sudden, so I'm like getting... you drew the card and that told you how your character reacted? I mean, things escalated and I may have made some poor decisions and I may or may not have pushed him by choice because there are options in the game with each event. But uh, the, security par- the security guard
1: politely informs you that you should leave now. Oh, uh, I draw, draw a card.
2: Ras- sometimes when a rational person is given an irrational request, he has no choice but to respond with his fists. That's what my card said. And I, <laughs> and I went ham. Hey. I went ham at these guys. And there's a mechanic in the game where if you die, you go to hell and come back, but you bring a demon with you that you have to kind of fight and your teammates have to help you with. So I'm literally in this bank. Everyone else is like playing the game and fighting fighting these evil god- demons. I'm in a bank getting lit up by security guards and I keep dying and summoning a demon, dying and summoning a demon, until the bank is just me, three security guards, and like an endless army of demons and O'Connor tries to come in and get me, and then he gets instantly killed, and we're just <laughs> rapid summoning demons <laughs> in this goddamn game. And it's the, it's honestly one of the most fun games ever, and we only played, like, three rounds of it. I highly recommend it.
1: Oh, man. Yep. And th- that convention was so... Dist- oh, did you guys got hit, like, bandanas, too, right? I, I, I walked we, up to yeah, the bandanas. They,
2: they were next to the Rambo booth, so we got Rambo bandanas. Oh. Uh, same, same game designer. You know what I'm going to say, though, just as an aside of this whole event and the whole experience, we we saw someone there, our buddy Jordan, who we probably should have had come on this podcast, uh, who we haven't seen in in over 15 years. He played games with us growing up. We connected again recently on Facebook and we said, hey, why don't you fly out? It'd be fun here and we can, uh, you know, get uh, get together again. And it was Jordan's awesome. Jordan lives in Chicago now. And uh, like I said, we connected again on Facebook and we. Uh, agreed to go to PAX Unplugged together. He flew out and met us, and uh, it was really great because I got to see you two, which I don't see that much anymore in person. Uh, I got to see Jordan, which was great. I met some of your friends, Austin. Uh, O'Connor doesn't really have friends, but I met people that I know through O'Connor. and uh, (laughs) (laughs) walk alongside
1: him and and talk sometimes. Yeah. I
0: hate you guys so
2: much. Uh, But it was great, and and, uh, it really kind of – what were they, $60 three-day passes? Yeah, to his, yes, the, uh, the three-day pass is
1: 60 bucks. I got one for Carson and myself. I, I, I covered my little brother's uh, trip, and we, we had a great time.
2: Yeah, and we split a whole big Airbnb. We we got pretty cheap flights.
1: Oh, my God, that Airbnb. How about we talk about our Airbnb? I, I went from hating you to being
0: like, you did good. You
1: did well, good. I don't know anything about Philadelphia. I have a couple friends, Uh, the two that were there. That live near uh that live near PA or used to live there, and so when I was checking out the Airbnbs, I sent them the location and uh and and the one that that used to live there was like oh yeah that's that that's a fine that's a fine spot like yeah you know, it, it should shouldn't be a problem, and then we actually got there and. The location was is seedy, not a nice word. Seedy is fine. I,
0: fine. I think I, I got the biggest chuckle as we we're driving in because we, on the corner of where the Airbnb was was a bar with bars on the windows. Was that so a bar? That was a, a bar. Double, it's a double bar. It's the bar. It's the bar bar. It's, it's the bar bar.
1: Oh, it's like it's like when you get bar on a slot machine, you get three bars. Oh wait, where was the third bar? Oh, there was a bar inside the bar because it was a bar that had a bar inside, and there were bars on the windows. So yes, so the
2: outside the neighborhood but but hold on so listen o'connor and i lived in in some awful areas in upstate new york and we've we've really like gotten through some tough times together but the rest of the crew there are these out of a movie stereotypical white suburbanite nerds and we're walking to this airbnb in not a nice area and there's this giant security bolt on the door and they start just going, hey, what's the code again? I think it's 4050. And are oh, like, God. screaming to each other down the block, just telling the whole block how to easily walk into our Airbnb at any time. But I didn't even care. I mean, it was just – it was adorable to watch, and I just – I let it happen. I didn't even try to help you guys. So it not was... a
1: great locale for the Airbnb. Uh, but... And then we went inside, and the pictures were accurate. It was a nice, modern-looking, dressed-by-Ikea Uh, living space.
0: That was like the most passive aggressively, like basic white bitch comment you've ever It was
2: a nice dressed by Ikea living space. I would say it was like a wizard secret hideout in the middle of a shit. I,
1: I did like the description of it as a wizard's mansion. Like you walk from like like this crazy place and then and you walk into another crazy place and they're completely different. Because yeah, that is what say, it was. But, you you did say the upstairs that. The downstairs
2: sucked. The downstairs sucked. This guy balled out on the first floor so we could take a bunch of awesome pictures for Airbnb. And it worked. And honestly, we just stayed on most, the first floor most of the time. It was fine. Loved it. The beds uh, were awful. The pillows were awful. Every part of it was awful except that balling-ass living room. But it was great, and it made great pictures of the Airbnb. We're going to give them five stars.
1: (laughs) I gave them four out of five stars.
0: Are you serious?
2: What? Yes!
1: Have you heard of HelloFresh? HelloFresh is a meal delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers awesome step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy it. Uh, You can choose your delivery day for when it works best for your busy schedule. All the ingredients come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits. Uh, You know which ingredients go with which recipe. You can pause the account for weeks at a time when you're not there. Uh, It gets delivered right to your door in recyclable insulated packaging. HelloFresh offers a variety of chef-curated recipes that change weekly. They're pretty awesome and they come in classic veggie or family plans. You can get meat, you can get fish, you can get vegetarians. HelloFresh makes it easy to cook delicious balanced dinners for less than $10 a meal, which is awesome if you're cooking for a family or even if you're just cooking for one or two people. Use coupon code CONGRESS30. That's CONGRESS30. It is so easy to cook these meals. They are easy to follow, and they're freaking awesome. Personally, my favorite was the sesame beef tacos. Uh, They have pickled vegetables in them. They are a, a fresh fantastic take on tacos. Oh, and it's the only place that I enjoy cilantro. Visit HelloFresh.com and enter promo code Congress30. That is Congress30 for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. This summer, it's the perfect time to create your own website. You can make a splash for your business. With Squarespace, you can create a beautiful website to showcase your work. You can sell products and services of all kinds. You can promote your physical or even online businesses, because it's online, on the internet. Squarespace does this by giving you beautiful templates created by world class designers, analytics that help you grow in real time, built in search engine optimization, 24 7 award winning customer support and nothing to patch or upgrade ever. You get free and secure hosting with Squarespace. People that use Squarespace are people like jewelry designers, clothing designers, instructors, record labels, gyms and studios, real estate brokers and gamers check out squarespace at squarespace.com register a domain name start your free website or online store trial when you're ready to launch use offer code robot to save 10 percent. that's offer code robot
0: i gave you it four asshole. out of five you
2: stars entire, what is robot congress's only motto Hashtag five
1: stars only for robot Congress.
0: But only You're if right? you. But only oh, if you mean it. It.
1: You're that dude, it. That dude. Okay. Wait. You know why? Because multiple the people phone. complained Austin. to me about the mattresses
0: and the pillows. Austin. Yes. Give did, you five you give stars. A, did, did you give an, uh, an honest review? What do you mean? Yeah. Why um,
2: are you doing this Austin? Why are you walking into this?
0: <laughs> because I'm the So you man. honestly felt that maybe it wasn't exactly perfect and therefore did not deserve five stars. Oh no 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 no. It wasn't it wasn't it the four out of five
1: stars wasn't because it was not perfect. Five out of five stars would be if it was like like okay, yeah, that was that was like that was a good place. There was there were like no you know oh, there, there were no right, major problems with
2: stabbing it.
1: stabbing me in the back here, right now. Oh, the so
0: issue good. here mm, The issue
1: here was that I had multiple people complaining to me about the beds and the uh-huh. pillows. That was the, the pri- I was, I, oh, and the, the fact that there was never any any hot you're water. The podcast. and yeah, oh, you're I, a monster. Oh, I gave it four out of five stars because of the the location. You are a monster. And because the
0: bed, you and, are a man, Austin. And you're a man who has opinions, and you stick by those opinions, and you give it to it straight. That's I can't good.
2: believe you switched to O'Connor's side on this. I
1: and really and I, don't and, and, see and any issues here. You don't always give five stars. But you give five stars also, to things that deserve you, like four on, or five pause, stars. Pause, yeah, because
2: pause, I'm generally worried you're having a stroke.
0: I love it.
1: No, I know exactly what we're talking about. You personally,
2: uh-huh. on a recording that I make Xander to listen to every day, uh-huh. went on and on uh-huh. about how you only give five star reviews.
1: I don't only give five star reviews. We talked all the about time this forever. at
2: length about how you give five stars or,
0: or, or that's it. Because we, we it discussed what people...
1: stu- we discussed what ratings mean and like.
2: Uh, Oh,
0: Connor, like, this is insane. This is is, no, this is fantastic. I am so I'm so happy that you are a man with opinions, Austin. All
2: that all that aside, we're forgetting the most important part of the weekend.
1: Now, a dinner that we waited 45 minutes for the check at.
2: I am not. a. (laughs) Yeah, I tried to be nice and buy everyone dinner. And we wound up waiting 45 minutes to get the check. Forty five minutes at a place called Irish Pub. And
1: I might be underselling it. It might be more than 45 minutes. It
2: wasn't Marty's Irish Pub or Paul O'Shanahan's. It was just Irish Pub. Oh, I did see a
1: second Irish Pub before we left.
2: But all that said, it wasn't even the most exciting part of the weekend. I am not the same tabletop. Role player that you guys are. I don't play D and D anymore. I don't play any of these games anymore. I barely played them when we were kids. Oh, I, shut
0: I, up! You're you're covering your tracks. Oh, no, man.
2: I was. I played L five R nonstop. I played. I never played Magic really. I was. I played a lot of different games, but I. I, 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 I did Oh yeah, I didn't
1: play Magic. I just played L five R. I. I yeah. It's you know. I. I rise above. I, and I, I,
2: I also above. just. I <laughs> listen. It's not like I didn't play D and D. I certainly played, but I was never. Like, no, I outed you
1: at Quiznos in front of the cool kids.
2: I was never a weekly player with you guys, but I wanted this to be a good podcast and I wanted us to really experience everything in this culture while we were at this event. And I saw on a poster that they were having a LARP and now I know what LARPing is from you guys making fun of it and from the movie Role Models. So I expected to like go put on some armor that they had, hit each other with foam swords and, and just kind of figure it out.
0: But that's not what you signed us up for. No, sir.
2: Well, unintentionally. So there there was Vampire vampire the Masquerade LARPing was there, and I had had no idea what that meant. And I was like, oh, my God, we're doing this. We're going to all go LARP together. You went where I I
1: couldn't follow Mr. Frodo.
2: I expected all of you guys to get so excited about it. Like, yeah, Morrison wants to LARP. Let's do this. And (laughs) complete opposite reaction. All of you were immediately like, we were with what nine people? Everyone was immediately like, no way, we're not. I we're I was for it. it. Uh, you were as drunk as I was. Everyone else doesn't. Uh, yeah,
1: let's see here. Uh, yeah, most of you went and got drunk it. before beforehand.
2: Well, so that's that's right. We went down and signed up, and she in the pamphlet it said oh, only the first 120 can play, first come first serve. Sign up start at 10 a.m. So this was like 1 p.m. when I found it out, and I was like, oh my god, it's it's probably full. Let's go. And I made everyone race down there to sign up. And she's like, oh, yeah, you can just kind of show up later whenever uh, these never fill up. It's <laughs> like, cool. We're lucky. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so O'Connor and I, as we usually prepare for most things, decided to go to an Irish pub and get hammered.
0: Uh, and that we did. <laughs> this was after the Irish
2: I, pub. I decided I was going to be Wesley Snipes undercover as a Rastafarian vampire undercover as an English vampire, just so I could do all the accents I know. Uh, but secretly secret be blade. played. Yeah, just see. Every, I was secretly played. Secret uh, blade. I wasn't gonna tell them that.
1: Little so, did he know that everyone was secret blade. <laughs> well, then
2: as we started drinking more, we all agreed to be secret blade, <laughs> and we thought we were gonna show up and just like secret blade that bitch out. I was but, playing uh, games
1: at the convention while this was happening.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So again, only and I, I, O'Connor and I really drank. There was nine of us there. Everyone shows up except Austin, and we go into this this room of very normally dressed people just talking to each other. No one's hitting each other with foam swords. And I was kind of bummed out, but it also had like this, it, it, it like they, they set the mood well. There was a couple of like fake candles. It was a dark room and a giant convention center. It, that was supposed to be like a warehouse, I guess. And I was instantly like, ah, what did I sign up for? Why did I do this?
0: oh uh, like, yeah. I
2: but honestly, the dude who was like in charge of it came over and he saw we were new. He Ran through everything with us. He went over the different characters and clans and everything else with us and told us how it works. Super friendly, super engaging, not like a afraid to talk to you nerdy guy. And, uh, you know, I, I, O'Connor and I were just like, yeah, let's do this. And we started a group. But before we did that, we texted Austin until he came down. And wow, did you show up pissed off?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And, I was and
1: not awkwardly into it. rigid, so I was in the gaming hall and we were playing some some board games and that was fun uh and then of course I, I i got the text that you guys were were down in the in the vampire hall uh and that it was it was time to go and so i i
0: you were ready i, I, swallowed,
1: you? I swallowed i swallowed i swallowed what what reservations I could. Enough to get me down down the stairs and down into that hall and uh, and I I tried my best. You I did in, not oh, I did too. There I walked no in side. there and you guys had been talking and you uh, and some of you had oh. like your, your character sheets or whatever like that the, that they were handed out the pre made character sheets and they were discussing things and it was not there. It was nothing. On, on their end, the, the guy that was explaining the different vampire clans and all that kind of stuff was very was very nice, very informative. And, you showed up uh,
2: with the most pissed off look on your face I've ever seen. You showed up only like three minutes later than we did, so it's not like you missed anything. And so we decided to make you the leader of our group. Uh, which, uh, which,
1: I, of course, yeah, yes, you want to drag me out of my shell, even though you are, you are all nice, loosey goosey, inebriated, and I am just not wanting to be there very much. Uh, to be clear, and- we
2: we can hold our own, but and listen, if you're under twenty one, do not drink, and if you are over twenty one, drink responsibly. But I am not exaggerating when I say we had about ten shots in forty minutes, and we lined that yep. bar up, and we just got ready real quick after dinner because we sobered up so angrily from waiting over an hour for our check at the the pub beforehand. But, yep. So we showed up, yeah, a little loosey-goosey, but Austin showed up as, like, angry as possible. And <laughs> and we were like, Austin's our leader. He's in charge. He has to talk to everyone. Oh, once. my
1: God. I was so... <laughs> so why, just, why would you do that? So first? immediately
2: they're like, hey, where are you guys from? Like, it's super simple. Basically, the premise there was... We are in actual Philadelphia where Pax Unplugged was, so you, the location is the location, and it's modern day. It's super easy to, like, know about the area and get into character, and uh, the story of the, the game, I guess, since it was a lot of new players, was you're just looking for a place to sleep here. And they're like, where are you from? Where are you a refugee You're file?
1: refugee vampires, and you're looking for, like, shelter and permission to stay in Philadelphia.
2: And Austin was having none of it. Anyone who talked to him, he's like, whatever. Okay. I literally never
1: said whatever. I. I, It's so rude. I wish that I could... I I wish I could have done it.
0: You got got such a cool character, too. They handed you, like, the coolest one out of all of us. Me and Morrison got the Malkavians, who are bloodline, are supposed to be crazy. You got the Salubri. They're awesome. There's only seven... Yeah, you're like the
2: the vampire paladin, and we gave you that on purpose so you'd be the leader. But then immediately I saw you were going to be a bummer, and, and you were killing the vibe in the whole room. So, oh
1: my god! It was a huge room. Noticed, there were lots of people, I was not killing the vibe in the whole room. You
2: killed, you killed everyone's. Death. I was. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you really <laughs>
2: often that place up. Oh no, that, yes. I'm that. kidding. I'm kidding. But uh-huh. we. Uh, but uh, I'm not. Was, you froze up.
1: But I don't know what to tell you. Was, I tried yeah. to be. I, I I tried. I couldn't do. I couldn't do it. I you did not.
2: It. You did not try. But you were like a, you're a performer, so that's why it was frustrating because you could have really gone in there and killed. I it. was. And
1: also, vampires are not. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's another, it's a, um, it's a like, j- I, I never wanted to play vampire tabletop games.
2: Well, whatever. It was, it was, it's certainly an experience. Two minutes into it, O'Connor's gone. O'Connor, like, <laughs> went into another group, was making <laughs> friends, was talking to, like, the head of the vampires already, which you had to, like, go through 18 tests to get to. And he's just like, "No, nah, I got this. And he just, like, goes there. And uh, right. I started telling everyone that I was secretly the leader, and we told people you were the leader, Austin, so that they would kill you. And uh, that that worked well. Because you yes. left pretty immediately after that and wanted nothing to do with it. But the rest of our group stayed, and there was about nine of us. Uh, and we had a, a really great time, to be honest. And then not only that, but the, the, the guy Jordan I was speaking about earlier, uh, him and I decided to go out with all the LARP groups. Because this was a <laughs> Philadelphia LARP group that does it every uh, month, I believe. I will put their website in the description of this episode. If you're in Philly and you, you're into this stuff, check them out. They were super friendly, super welcoming, and I, I really recommend it if you're new to the city or, or whatever. Like it's It was a fun thing to do. Uh, definitely not knocking it. And when we went out to drink, there was good times. There was a lot of girls at the bar. There was a lot of stuff going on, and I didn't care about any of it. I was sitting down talking to this one guy about all the different vampire lore that exists and how Kane was the original vampire and created all these different clans and blah, blah, blah. And I I learned so much that I quickly forgot in the, in the morning, but I really was. (laughs) And Jordan came out with me and we like, we partied with these guys till like 4am. Literally it was, it was a great time. Uh, So now LARPing is my favorite thing in the world. I'll never do it again, but I loved it.
1: (laughs) You should find, you should find your, your, your local uh, vampire clan chapter.
2: I feel like, I know this is judgmental of something that was proven to me to not be this way, but I feel like we got lucky and these guys were like super cool and welcoming and nice guys. I imagine the LA LARPs are like super pretentious theater people who have That's
1: your imagination.
0: I am sure they are also mostly super. Oh, nice I people. thought you were going to go the, the Harvey Weinstein. I always wide shut route because I could, I could imagine that.
2: Well, so that's honestly, when I found out it was what vampire was after we signed up, when you guys started telling me more about it, Oh, I, yeah. I, I'm not joking. I really thought we were all going to be hitting each other with rubber swords, to be honest. And uh, when I found out what it was, I was a little concerned that this was 90% of the time just an Eyes Wide Shut thing. Uh, but but it doesn't seem to
0: be. <laughs> but but you still went with it, didn't you?
2: Well, I mean, you got to test it out, right? <laughs> you, <gotta laughs> you, don't, you, don't,
0: you don't know your limits, man.
2: That's why. You got to loosen up a little before the Eyes Wide Shut scene. But it it was a good time. I, I, I'm glad that I – made you guys do that because you would not have otherwise and i've you, done it once before
0: you didn't tell me that i did what did you do once before i did being me and, me and uh dan when we i come around we did a buffy the vampire slayer larp with the sole intention of destroying their game but they were so nice and so welcoming that dan and i actually looked at each other went we can't do this in good con- Like, and this is like teenage ryan like even meaner than i am now <laughs> and we looked at each other and we're like, we can't do this to them. They're so nice. So we just went along with it.
2: I, I don't get a- the bad rap that they get. I mean, yes, it's obviously nerdy, but is it really that much more nerdy than playing D and D and all that other stuff? I, I don't uh, know. There was a
0: couple people at that one. That it's because like, like wow, some, It's
1: because some of them are uh, are a little more like 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 yes, the the people that we talked to in that in the Philadelphia one were were super nice and super outgoing and everything like that. But uh, one of the game stores that we used to go to, uh, they they rented the store, like, like once a month or something like that. And the people that were there, uh, like, I, I tried talking to them a couple times, and they were a lot more insular.
2: I really think that's because the rest of the nerd community openly mocks and hates them. It's like furries. Like, most furries don't admit they're furries out in public because they know they're going to get shamed for it. And I... You know, you don't tell anyone, Austin, and it's just a matter of, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I get it. I I, I get why there's this like line with with uh, live action role play, as it were. But so long story short, I don't get it. I I, it was fun. It was cool to just like role play there. But I don't get how that works or goes anywhere or or like how they fight or any of it. We didn't really get to see that side of it. I wanted to. I definitely tried to fight someone and they were like, no, that's going to take too long. It was rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, but it was. A, that's what I thought, but it's like a lot more than that.
0: There's not supposed like... to be. There's not supposed to be a ton of fights. That's what the masquerade is, is to try to hide. It's the game and the theater of hiding from the humans. That's what the masquerade is. Sure, but ha- but there's no humans in there. If you really want me to get into the nerdiness of it, is we played the what's known as the Sabbat, which are the more, if you want to say the evil ones out of everybody. They think that humans are more like meatbags and that we should just openly rule on them. Uh, and we they fight what's known as the Camarilla, which are the more traditional vampires, which is we're behind the scenes. We make sure that humans know their place, but it, but we rule from the shadows. The Sabat- once taken.
2: In- yeah, Austin, I just remembered why everyone hates LARPers because of shit like this.
1: No, <laughs> this is not. This, this isn't
2: a LARPer thing. I like kidding. you get
1: no, you get I, the same kind of info out of playing what's it called the the vampire games. Those I'm, are cool.
2: I'm clearly kidding. I'm big into the lore more than anyone. The reason I stopped playing D anD D and all that stuff is because I find the combat so painfully boring. But I like the role playing aspect of it. I like the world building aspect of it. Uh, so yeah, I'm just I'm just getting around. But long story short, check it out if you haven't done it. Decide for yourself. Don't be a slave to the masses. Make up your own opinion. Do that with everything. And uh, I really think uh, PAX Unplugged is going to be a winner. I think it's going to stick around, and I think it was a success. And we're going
1: go on next year. And there was so many things that I bought there because I have a problem with buying miniatures.
2: Also, I think next year we should do a live recording of Robot Congress there. Yeah, that'd be cool. Absolutely. And uh, that's going to do it again. I'm so sorry for the microphone. I need to start traveling with the, the Blue Yeti, but it's... Uh, it's just that's just never going to happen. Uh, so follow <laughs> me on Twitter. I, I follow me on Twitter. I'm Mister Ryan Morrison. Follow me on Twitter at Robot Austin.
0: Don't follow me.
2: And you can follow the show at Robot
0: underscore Congress. Please like and subscribe to us on iTunes.
2: Five stars only, despite what Austin's asshole nature oh, shows. You. Beautiful man.
1: I'm gonna keep all that stuff
0: because I, I I don't know what to tell you. You are a man with opinions, and you shouldn't back down from a bully like Morrison. That's
1: yeah, a, that's right. You're a bully. Nice I don't understand do. what's going Just on. Five, five stars for everybody. Good
0: night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was a headgum podcast.
2: Hello and welcome to Robot Congress. Hello I'm and Ryan welcome
1: Morrison. to Robot Congress. I'm Ryan why you, Morrison. Why are you doing that?
0: He turned the tails on you. Cut him. Normally you, you interrupt him with the no, intro. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Austin with the epic level troll.
1: Hello and welcome to Robot Congress.
0: I'm Ryan Go Morrison. Whatever, everybody.
2: <laughs> now it's not fun anymore. You've ruined it forever. Yes.
0: <laughs> Take it back from Austin. Take it back. <laughs> We're taking it back.